Hello. I didn't see you there. Hi. Well, it seems like it seems like we're all up in each other's business. Oh, so suddenly. Here we are, just up in each other's biz. How are you? I'm so glad to be talking to you. And this is Nick Flanagan Weekly. And I am he, and you are ye. Thank you so much. I am the titular host of the show. Uh, this is a show. This is not some random person just in an apartment testing out electronics. This is a professional entertainer and broadcaster here to entertain and broadcast for you. Yes, it's a broadcast because I like to prod you a little bit. It's a little prodding. So I am back uh, just about a week after the last uh, time I spoke to you. Things are uh, things are things. You know, life is very odd and strange. Our time, our minds are occupied with problems, both personal and large, and victories, both personal and large. Perhaps you're happy that uh, there was a sports victory recently. Perhaps you're sad that uh, all of the problems in the world, or perhaps no promotion. Maybe you didn't get a promotion. Do they still do promotions? I was recently just talking about how I don't think promotions should be legal. Uh, we should all just uh, be on the same level, you know? Everyone just is has the same level. I don't know how that works, but there's got to be a way to make it work. And then I think world peace, just right there, and it's for you. So, here we are. Um, I've been doing, I guess, the usual stuff, trying to... Um, thinking about how I'm a comedian, if not doing a lot of comedy. Although you do have a chance to catch me. I should tell you, if you're living in Toronto, you will catch me uh, at the Transac. I have three shows at the Transac coming up within the next seven days. Sunday, December... Uh, I think it's the 10th. And uh, that's at 2.30 p.m., the classic show. My friends A.L. Sr. and Kurt Newman. Um, I believe Kurt will be there. And uh, I'll be doing some stand-up. 2.30 p.m. at the Transac. And then on Thursday, December 14th, I will be performing twice. Once at a very fun-sounding comedy show uh, with uh, Sir Callie hosting Chris Middleton. At 7 p.m. at the Transac. And then at 10, I'll be... Heading to the Southern Cross room just across the street, the, across the hall in the Transac to perform with Kurt Newman at Cosmic Country for Communists. So I'm um, excited for that. And also, I actually, for anyone who's in Los Angeles, I am randomly heading there over the holidays. So if you know of anywhere I could perform between, say, December 24th and January 5th, I would be so grateful. Do you have a New Year's gig for me? Anyway, I'd uh, love to play. Uh, otherwise, I uh, just plan on going to um, maybe a movie, go to Griffith Park. Maybe I'll climb the Hollywood sign, shoot off a few firecrackers. Don't, that's a joke, so don't tell customs that. And then I go through customs and they say, well, you said you, 
You're going to shoot firecrackers off the Hollywood sign. We can't let you in. Don't do that. I don't need that. I need this vacay. It's starting to get cold here in Toronto, and I, I need the warmth, you know? I went out today. I didn't have my leggings on underneath my pants, and uh, it was not comfortable. Then I helped my mom load a bunch of books into some boxes. Got eight boxes worth of books in there. So many books. We're sad to see the books go, but you got to get rid of the books. My mom, I don't know, she's involved some, in some sort of older people kind of vacationing groups, you know, like exchange of, I don't even know how to explain it. It's She's involved in something where she's traveling and other people are traveling and they're trading lodging and it's, it sounds very complicated and it's Facebook driven. I don't know. But she went to some sort of holiday party that was uh, had something to do with that. And she was there was a Secret Santa yesterday. She asked me, "Do you know about Secret Santa?" Yeah, I know about Secret Santa, Mom. I'm not a baby anymore. I've rarely had to actually do it, but I'm very familiar with Secret Santa, and it is strange, awkward. I do like gifts, so that's nice. She was given a book about preparing Swedish death prep <laughs> Swedish death preparation <laughs> where you clean out your apartment or your domicile uh, slowly in order to not inconvenience your loved ones I guess the Swedes do this and my mother is not Swedish but she says it seems to be adopting this idea and hopefully uh it's um, not anytime soon or ever, frankly, but uh, I'll allow it. Is anyone else here doing Swedish death prep? Got me really paranoid because it's like I, I can't have anything happen to me because I can't have all of the hell inflicted on my loved ones where... Oh, people are yelling at each other outside of my apartment. I'm right by a major artery that hits the highway, and people are always honking, and then they're yelling at each other. Someone left a small pair of jeans in the foyer earlier. I don't know why. Anyway, what I'm saying is I don't want anything to happen to me, because then people will be like, I gotta sort out all these DVDs that Nick has that he didn't even really watch. I gotta, I gotta figure out what to do with uh, Elvis, the King in Hollywood DVD. Which could be yours for a small price. Elvis Presley, the King of Rock and Roll, was one of the most influential artists of the 20th century. His musical talent and unique personality sold millions of records, and his attitude and style made him a legend, paving the way for a new era in popular music. There are hundreds of still images, trivia, filmography, and two live performances. The King in Hollywood is informative and fun with easy navigation and a beautifully designed interface. A great addition to any DVD collection. Oh, fell out of its case. Good condition. Do you need it? Hit me up <laughs> at weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. And also, if you have any money-saving tips for the holidays... Feel free to email me yours. I will be giving some later. And uh, I also...
also, you know, this is still a podcast where I like to talk about ADHD and uh, some of the impacts it has on my life and try to find out what impacts it has on other people's lives. You know, I'm very interested in that kind of thing. And uh, I actually have chanced upon a really good, very popular podcast called I Have ADHD. And uh, there was a really good um episode I listened to recently called ADHD and Relationships. It's just like a 30-minute podcast like mine, and I recommend you give it a listen because um, it's a really nice exploration of, oh God, the seriousness of dealing with it. (laughs) You know, some of the frustrations that you have when you are someone who has ADHD and some of the frustrations that people have when you have ADHD. Uh, consistency, what people what people traditionally view as consistency can be a challenge. Uh, but, you know, there's also lots of upsides to people who have been self-conscious all their lives. For instance, we notice when we turn people off. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, says the guy who started his podcast with a seven-minute amateur alligator keyboard uh, chord practice. I don't think I hit any chords there, but you know what I'm saying. Maybe when you heard it, I struck a chord in your heart. Um, as for me, I'll just give my two cents about ADHD that I, I, I kind of always do. Um, if you're, if you're struggling right now, if you think you might have it and you want to adapt some non- pharmaceutical ways of dealing with it or if you're someone who was diagnosed earlier and you found that medication isn't the only thing you need or you're not on medication and you haven't really done anything about it as an adult uh, but you're interested there's a a lot of different things you could try there is hope you could start uh, something like if you I mean the first step for me was groups honestly it was going to small sort of support groups where people shared their story and because that resonated uh it's a way to sort of not feel like what you're going through is singular and to hear stories that reflect your own and resonate a bit and sometimes people maybe have coping mechanisms that help them and those and you can find out about them that way and uh also, frankly, it's a way to know that as bad as you may, your ADHD might be, there are people handling more difficult um, portions of the spectrum of ADHD. ADD? And, uh, you know, there are not, not to say those... There's basically ADHD is really funny because... You know, finding out about people who have it is kind of a blessing and a curse sometimes because it's really easy to go, well, this person has ADHD. Richard Branson has ADHD and he's a billionaire. Why is he so high achieving and me not? Well, I don't know. But let it be known there's someone over there saying, Clarice, that's you, by the way. Uh, Clarice, wow, I can't believe they still, they have their own apartment and they don't live with their parents. They're doing great. Meanwhile, Clarice thinks Richard Branson's doing great. So there's always someone out there who thinks that their 
they are impressed by the way that you're handling your ADHD. So that's another good reason to get out there. And then when you're sort of in one of those groups, what happened with me was I, I found a few people who were kind of in my area and, you know, who I got along with. And we wound up starting something um, close to an accountability group together. And we would meet up and we were going through a dialectical behavioral therapy workbook together and reflecting on things we needed to get finished. And, and so it's kind of like really important to get out there and uh, connect with people voice to voice, ideally face to face, because there's a big difference between that and being on a forum and all this kind of thing. So I, I would say unless you're someone who has never met anyone and has no ability to meet anyone else, then get thee to a group if you are struggling. Uh, but I do know podcasts have, a lot of people listen have had zero human contact, so perhaps I am someone who uh, is providing that ADHD lifeline to some meager extent. And you know, feel free to write me anywhere and, and let me know what your experiences are and I'd, I'd love to know. Um, because this year, I've just seen how much something like ADHD coaching also helped me, but keep in mind that's not something I have regular access to, and I've really seen the difference between being having that perk, having that uh, really crucial help that um, being able to bounce goals and, and organization, uh, prioritizing, getting advice on all of that, having that person there in the, in the form of an ADHD coach is just it was just so helpful for me and I really hope in the new year that uh, I get to go back to that in fact it was one year ago that I pretty much started my last one and if you want to know how tough it is out there my coach had to actually leave the field so that she could take a job that had health insurance because she lives in America and it's messed up so it's tough, but we, I, I think we can make it work, he said. Not that confidently. <laughs> I'm just looking up. My ADHD is now making me look at the many video games on my shelf. Anywho! Wow, I really... I hope that wasn't too piercing the way I said that. So yeah, if you are dealing with that or if people in your family dealing with that, I hope that it's going well and uh, I'd love to hear your stories of triumph and terror and uh, I will be having more guests in the new year that's definitely something I'll be doing I'll be getting into why a bit later although I mentioned it last podcast too uh, so hopefully I'll be having more people to talk about uh, attention deficit disorder and and you know just some of the facts around it or some of the ways people deal with it or just whatever you know it's 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 not hard to get us to talk about it you know I, it's obviously right out there the way everyone is talking about it but I think it remains important because I don't know there's there's still an un like the stigma that relates to it is very hard to shake because it's not as simple anymore as people going, oh, everyone has ADHD. Like these are the things everyone says with ADHD. Oh, you know, you face people who say everyone has ADHD or our society has ADHD. And, you know, my, my view is that the people with ADHD 
are the ones who often will start ideas, start amazing ideas, and it and and all of the um, di- dynamism that can be associated with hyper focus is then sponged by a more fun uh, a more consistently functional brain, and then those people go on to success using the things they've learned from people with ADHD. <laughs> Uh, I don't even I went on a tangent there but uh, man I'm really liking my video game collection I've got Silent Hill 2 Playboy the Mansion Blade 2 Alone in the Dark Eternal Sonata lots of stuff not important do I have any grass men listeners do I have any herbivore men listeners I know there's a couple people in Japan listening here and there and I appreciate it. Perhaps you're some of my old friends from Japan listening. I don't know. But Grass Men. Now, in one of my favorite video games, Breath of Fire 2, there's a character named the Grass Man, who is some sort of sideshow attraction being carted around the lands. And every once in a while, your character can, is going to find the caravan where the Grass Man is visible, and you get to see this sad man called the Grass Man. But that's not what the Grass Man movement is. That movement is uh, something that started, and it's basically people who have sort of almost a (laughs) do-no-harm approach. They don't want to hurt or be hurt, so they are in no romantic relationships. And they sleep with pillows that are like the waifu pillows, like an anime lady, and they go about their lives quietly. So it's kind of like a gentler version of what they call the incel movement. Uh, which is very weaponized because there's so much resentment within. This is a more defeated type of person, and they're called herbivore men. <laughs> and apparently, this this has existed for a long time, like at least the last 10 years. And, and in Japan at one point, it was being used as a bit of a scapegoat for why there was more unemployment in men or why the birth rate was low in Japan. And I don't think it's that simple. I think they probably just worked too much and uh, have a lot of undiscussed trauma, and this results in suicides and uh, loneliness. But they got some blame for that. So I think it's interesting, right? Like when these things become weaponized, as they like to say. Who says weaponized? I say it now. That's my saying. Dudes are out of control. Let's face it, dudes are out of control. At least in my city. Driving all crazy. Talking to each other too loud. The opinions are too strong. (laughs) Men, we're no longer worth having sex with. So, we've got to get back in that category of worth having sex with. And it's not by being, as they call, high value. It's by being nice and funny. <laughs> Calm down, men. Now we're at my favorite part. My favorite, the meat of this podcast episode. Holiday season savings tips. I don't know what's going on. I sell stuff on eBay to supplement all my other things. I do my art. And... uh Let me tell you, 
People have been buying on eBay lately. I am selling like crazy. As world anxiety increases, economic anxiety, we relieve ourselves by consuming and collecting stuff that reminds us of the past. What did Nas say? One of my favorite Nas lyrics on his album, The Lost Tapes. He goes, things that make us laugh, things that make us laugh represent the past. So I include smiling in the laughter thing. So that's why I have all these video games from the past. I got a picture of Shannon Doherty from 90210. I got a picture of Luke Perry from 90210. I got Mickey Mouse. I don't even care about Mickey Mouse, but it reminds me of something. I got VCR TV, it's all here. That's what we're doing. We're surrounding ourselves with echoes of the past. Until, of course, the Swedish death prep kicks in. And then get rid of that stuff. So, yeah. Obviously, you've spent all your money now. Going into the holidays. You bought all this stuff from me from eBay. Going into the holidays. And you got to figure out how to save money. Because, you know, those holiday events, oh boy. Everyone has like 19 jobs now, right? That's 19 holiday parties. 19 times you may hear someone say, just say Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays. <laughs> so this is these are some great tips for how to save money in the holiday season where it's so easy to lose money. All right? Don't buy candy canes. Candy canes are just a waste of money. It's just, just freeze some toothpaste. <laughs> put some toothpaste on a popsicle stick, put it in the freezer. Voila. Can't, the same thing as candy canes. If you're buying candy canes, you're throwing money down the drain. If you're not freezing candy uh, toothpaste and using it as candy canes, you're leaving money on the table. And look, if you're at a restaurant and you have to pay the bill, it's fine to leave the money on the table. But that's the only situation where it is. Uh, so that's the first suggestion is uh, no more candy canes, replace it. And you, you should do that with all the holiday things. Instead of going to, say, the uh, ornament store and buying a bunch of Christmas balls, just buy some light bulbs. So hang light bulbs from your tree. But the tree is too expensive. So hang, hope that if there's a tree near you, Get a little name tag or a sign, write your name on the sign, write Nick's tree on the sign, and then hang a bunch of light bulbs from it. There's your Christmas tree. And you don't even need to throw it out because it's just already it just hasn't been uprooted. Um, you might need a generator to attach. I'm not really sure how to get the light bulbs working and lit, but it doesn't matter. Nobody cares if they're lit. So those so light bulbs instead of ornaments, that's another holiday savings tip um, and then of course once they're done you take the light bulbs you bring them in your place use them light bulbs in your apartment or your home your your mansion um, what's another way oh this is good find out your circle of friends overall political views and hold like the extreme opposite political views and really just bring them up out of nowhere like I see on Quora all the time People are always like, who's the 
rudest celebrity you've ever met. I don't know these topics they think I'm interested in, but who's the rudest celebrity you've ever met? Every day I'm getting an email from Quora asking that. Someone will be like, Jerry Lewis is the rudest celebrity I've ever met. And then the next comment will be, sounds like he's a Biden supporter. <laughs> Doesn't seem like you needed to mention that, but okay. So yeah, just hold the exact opposite views of your friends and get exiled from the friend community. No gifts. And it might even work in your favor because maybe your friends will feel bad and get you gifts to make up for it. But by that time, you just have to go, well, I thought we weren't friends anymore, so I didn't actually budget for a gift. And then you get to save that money. So that's another tip. Um, set up your holiday parties in parks, maybe near like Bon Mi kind of Chinatown restaurants where you know you can get a Vietnamese sandwich, a solid Vietnamese sandwich for like three, four or five dollars. Um, maybe if you know Popeyes, it's like a the day of a special that you like, you could set up a like a, a potluck. No, you want to do the park thing. Always at the park. You know? So just have it at the park. Make it a potluck. That's the other trick. Is Here's something you should do to save money. Be like, oh, I'm having a potluck party. Everyone brings stuff. You didn't, build, you didn't bring anything. You just have the house. You know? And look for free chairs on Craigslist. And then buy, get a bunch of free chairs. Bring them to your apartment. Everyone brings food. And then be like, guys, I know a fun activity. Let's clean up my place. In fact, that's what you see in the invite. The only gift I ask after you bring the potluck stuff is that we all clean up my place afterwards. So the budget is just nil there. You're making money, basically. Um, what's the other one? Work. If you do have a job, just like work all the time. And then nobody. And then you won't have time to do any holiday stuff. So you won't be spending money. I think that's why people work a lot. Because they just don't really spend that much money. Isn't that sad? Isn't that sad? But you know what's not sad? HelloFresh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not sponsored by anybody. This is a totally uncorporate event. But, you know, if <laughs> let, me, let me practice a sponsorship thing. Folks... HelloFresh offers, Hello Fresh, is it HelloFresh? I always get HelloFresh and HelloTushy confused. Uh, <laughs> one time I thought I ordered HelloFresh and then a bidet comes to my house. And I tried to eat it. I tried to cook it. Didn't work. I've been watching uh, Nathan Fielder's The Curse with the Safdie brothers. What do you think of that? I've been watching it. I'm starting to like it. Good job, Nathan. Uh, and I was so happy to hear that he uh, hooked up with those dudes who did Uncut Gems. Gems. I loved Uncut Gems personally. And uh, it's good, this show. By episode three, I was, I was in. And uh, I really want to know what you think of it. I'm uh, happy for Nathan. I also saw the trailer for the new Fallout show. And I am excited for it. Because my friend is uh, one of the, oh, he's worked on it. Graham, Graham Wagner, one of my good old pals. And uh, it's pretty crazy watching like video game fandom react to like someone you know. Because those video gamers are serious when people, they're like, this is going to be horrible. 
And that's my friend who they're saying may be responsible for ruining their video game utopia. And that's a good feeling. So yeah, those are some of my holiday savings tips if you have any. Oh yeah, and the other one is if like me, you've been hoarding many items and not reselling them at all at the pace that uh, is fast enough to declutter your apartment, now is the time to give a lot of, use those as gifts. So perhaps you're like me. <laughs> or perhaps you're not like me and you listen to this podcast as a way of being like I like to listen to people who aren't like me at all <laughs> I don't know all I know is I'm pissed off at the Salvation Army because they have a major coupon that they sent me where it's like 50% off like media like CDs and video games and stuff and now I'm like oh I'm saving money when I buy things that's a trick that's a trick here are the two greatest tricks in commerce. The first trick is that you must put 99 cents at the end of every price. Don't say something is $15. Say that it's $14.99. This is even more important when you're doing the shipping. Shipping is $9.99. And the second trick, and this is so important, the second trick is so important. Coupons, coupons will get you money. Think of it. Hey, here's a coupon, half off. But I wasn't going to go to this, but now it's half off. Well, guess what? Uh, you're getting half of, of the thing, the price you asked for. But this is from someone who wasn't going to buy it anyway. You see what I'm saying? Those are the two great tricks of business. And I am nothing if not a businessman, friends. I'm going to go. But i got to tell you a couple things first. I'm going to keep doing this podcast every week. And I'm going to go deep in the new year. I'm going to continue it. We are going into an... Another year of Nick Flanagan Weekly, I, for some insane, crazy, wild, wacky, psycho, psychopathic, sick reason, I am continuing to do the podcast. And if you want to help me continue to do the podcast with ease and comfort and keep, try to make it better and better, I feel by year six or seven, it's really going to be in a great place. Get those interviews and... You know, just be able to put a lot of time into it. Um, your financial contributions are very welcome. And maybe some of that money you saved on the holidays you could use to uh, help the podcast with your donations. Um, I recently got a Zoom Pro plan by accident. That cost $200. <laughs> I had the free trial. It rolled over. ADHD. And uh, But I kind of think it's a good thing because now I can talk to people for a good length of time and... and uh, and get it so if you want to and and get good quality interviews with no worry that it ends at 40 minutes because because when i interviewed john daly interviewed him for 40 minutes the zoom gave out i tried to talk to him i talked to him again didn't record can't have that can't have that in the future so now i've got zoom pro so if you want to help pay for things like zoom pro nick's zoom pro please 
ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan. Ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan. It's a lot like Patreon, except it's easier to do one-time donations. You can do monthly stuff, um, but they also accept one-time donations. I also accept one-time donations. And, yeah, uh, hopefully I can offer some kind of ex exclusive content as a present for you from that, but I'm making no promises. Uh, right now I'm doing this all, you know, pro bono. And uh, I uh, hope that the content I'm offering and the, all the different stuff I do to try to make people laugh or whatever, uh, you know, if, if you like it, uh, some some financial help would be really good. Kofi.com slash McFlanagan. Thank you. And now I will say RIP to Ralph Sorella. A surprise loss. Who is Ralph Sorella? You may ask. But I know some of you already know because I do know my demography. Ralph. A longtime fixture on the Howard Stern Show. A longtime friend of Howard Stern. Maybe you hate Howard Stern, but I was indoctrinated to enjoy Howard Stern from a very young age, and Ralph was his, he was the butt of many jokes, he was someone who kept conversations going, he was just a great part of the radio show, and he was only 58 years old, so Ralph Sorella, we speak your name, RIP to the homie Ralph. And of course, RIP to everybody else in this very RIP-driven time. Must end on positive. Must end on positive. Yet, apartment has at least four skulls in it. They're plastic. Don't worry. I'm not some murderer. I didn't kill Ralph. I really hope you enjoy your days post listening to this podcast and that there's lots of cute animals and laughs and that the things you believe in are harbingers of positivity in your life and that if there is conflict it leads to resolution and peaceful happiness. And folks, Santa is real. But he's secret. Take care. Plan again. Weekly.